Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hide and seek is a game that never gets old. But when there's £100,000 on the line, would you have what it takes? Could you go without speaking to loved ones, sleep in the elements, walk countless miles and avoid CCTV? Could you handle the pressure knowing a team of experts are closing in? Or would you make a mistake and leave the game with nothing? Would you be... Hunted. Hello, Chief. How are you doing? All right, thank you. More importantly, how are you doing? Uh, we're all right. We like a challenge. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Out, out, out. Up to seven persons. Seven persons. One, Short of jumping into the canal, their options are reasonably limited. And we also think they may have had a bit too much to drink last night. It's a BMW, Ben. We have got live telematics on the vehicle. You fucking beauty. Curtains drawn. Why are they drawn at this there's movement, yeah, confirm movement. There is, there is movement in the property. Hunter team, open the door, please. Surrounded. My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. We're a couple who are obsessed with the TV show Hunted. So much so that we started a podcast all about it, on a mission to answer all unanswered questions. Like, what would your plan be if you were about to live life as a fugitive? Would you travel the length of the country on a push bike and do tedious jobs in return for bed? Or would you prance around Tesco shouting, no photos please, we're fugitives, whilst looking at bras? How would you draw the hunters in? A sing-along, live-streamed, or an elaborate plan involving thousands of others, all in fancy dress. And what trail will you have unwittingly left the hunters before you even went on the run? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hunted, Hunted Podcast. Podcast. You could try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands staying from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. Don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheme Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me and I genuinely think that's the best that me and Nat have ever done the Welcome to the Huntrust in intro. Hello, welcome back to the Hunted Podcast. Hope you're well. And Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah? I mean, we're on the 14th of February. Oh, by the way, and Happy Valentine's Day. This is how we as a couple spend our Valentine's Day. Romantic meal? No. 
sitting down in our new back room to do a podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Hello, welcome back to the Hunted Podcast. Hope that you are keeping well. Sorry it's been a while. We've been a little bit busy, haven't we? Yeah, we did that thing again. Yeah, we decided to move house. Yeah. Uh, and in doing so, have uh, neglected the Hunted Podcast. <laughs> but we're back now, aren't we? We've got some ideas. Yep. We've got some people that we're going to be hopefully speaking to sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple of ideas for the next three episodes. Yes. Before we delve into all of that, though, as it's been such a long time since we've done a Hunted Podcast, um, why don't you remind our lovely listeners what this madness is all about? This madness. Uh, this madness is us two talking about hunted and celebrity hunted, asking those questions that everyone's got, getting answers to some of the important ones and some of the silly ones, uh, and generally ranting and rambling. Yeah, ranting, rambling, making stuff up as we go along, and genuinely not knowing what we're talking about. Now, Today's theme of the episode, you might have guessed from the title, is we are going to be answering some of your unanswered questions, mm-hmm. namely three of them, which is, when is Hunter going to be back on TV? Mm-hmm. How do I be on Hunted? Yep. And are they going to make any more Hunted? Mm-hmm. We are going to delve into those three unanswered questions right here on the Hunted podcast. And as always... You guys at home can get involved, just like Harry the dog is doing in the background. You may be able to hear. Um, you guys can get involved at home as well on all things social media. Oh, Instagram at Hunted Pod, Twitter at Hunted Pod, Facebook Hunted Pod, or email Hunted Pod at Outlook.com. Nailed it. Well done. Thank you. Uh, we do also have a phone number, which neither of us can remember, but nope. it will be in the description to the episodes. It always is. Uh, we do have a threads, but we've never posted on there. We might pick it up again when Hunter comes Does on the TV. Does anyone ever post on there? Don't know. I've actually deleted it from my phone. Oh, I've still got it, but I only go on it so to get rid of a notifi- notification from Instagram. Yeah, that's why I deleted the app. <laughs> okay. Because I just couldn't be bothered to go on it to see... <laughs> exactly the same content which was being posted on twitter do you know what i mean it's it's just been become a clone twitter anyway we're not here to talk about the ins and outs of social media we're here to talk all about hunted um and specifically those three questions i don't know which one we should deal with first when's hunter going to be back on tv how do i get on hunted and are they going to make any more hunted i guess the first one is is When's Hunter going to be back on TV? I think we should probably deal with that first, shouldn't we? Go on then. Now, there has been an article um, in the press, on the internet, in the last week or so, but I can only find said article from one source, which is a website called tvzone.uk... No, tvzoneuk.com, which basically is a website, like a news-based website, which shares the latest TV news across social media. Um, I don't quite know where they get the sources from, but there's a lot of articles which other reliable sources, such as Mm -hmm. um, Digital Spy, Radio Times, all of that sort of thing, are sharing. Things like Antidex Saturday Night Takeaway, details on final series revealed, Um, Invasion renewed for third series on Apple TV+. 
Um, World on Fire drama acts by BBC after two series. Spoiler alert, if you've not seen it, we haven't. Uh, Blankety Blank with Bradley Walsh renewed for fourth series on BBC One. There are lots of articles out there, bony file articles, which are being shared by other reputable sources. But I can only find the headline to this one on this specific website. Do you want to guess what the headline is? Something about Hunted returning. Hunted set to return for seventh series on Channel 4. Um, and it basically reads as follows. Hunted is set to return for a brand new series this spring on Channel 4, which will see a fresh group of ordinary Brits will go on the run. They will film their own adventures themselves as they take extreme measures to try and evade capture from our expert hunters. What they do and where they go will be up to them, but with a team of hunters seeking them out and tracking them down, their task of going dark will be truly tested. Going off-grid is now a near-impossible task. Our surveillance society catches us on CCTV up to 70 times a day, but the ever-watching eye can see much further than that. But if you had to disappear tomorrow and become a fugitive, could you escape the tracks of your electronic footprint and head off-grid? And... Just how would you go about it? Alongside the civilian series, Celebrity Hunted will return to Channel 4 this year, reportedly taking part as Strictly Professionals Giovanni Panici and Kai Wadrington, uh, Loose Women's Denise Welsh and husband Lincoln, EastEnders Daniel Harold and Con- Coronation Street's Kimberly Hart Simpson, plus Kis- Christine McGuinness and Duncan James. Previous series of Hunted are available to stream on Channel 4. Now, like I said, at the very start of that, um, no idea where this article has been copy and pasted from or written from. There's no author attached to it or anything like that. So somebody could have just gained information like we have um, and made presumptions mm. on when it's coming back. Um, and this will lead into something we'll talk about later on in the podcast about whether or not more will be made and why there's been such a delay. Mm-hmm. But like we sort of said um, last time we were on, when we, when we were sat all those months ago now, in Great Yarmouth in that, that meeting room with Sarah Kibble, we sort of knew that, well, and when we sat with Ray as well, we knew that two series have been made. So what we're saying right now is not news to anybody. No. Two series have been made. One is a civilian, one is a celeb. Yep. And they both have been aired. We expected, didn't we, the civilian series to air last year. Yeah. After Celeb Hunter, but it didn't. No. Um, so we know that there's two set to air. Now, we've talked about this before, haven't we? The fact that um, the broadcaster, Channel 4 in this instance, have got a huge decision to make without giving any spoilers away over what they do with said series because yes. there is a significant change from the seventh civilian series to Celebrity Hunted. Yeah. And said change can't be explained. It can't. It can only go one way. There's no flip in between. Yeah. So they've got to put it. They've got to put them out in a certain way. And if one comes, one comes on, and the other one doesn't, we know that one potentially isn't going to get aired. Yeah. Um, and that one potentially that's not going to get that wouldn't get aired because of that reason would be the civilian series, which yeah. which is what's linked rumored in the article to be coming back. So it would make sense, would it not? For the civilian series to come first based on that basis. Well, yeah, it would make more sense to have civilian than celeb because if we don't get civilian than celeb, we're never going to get civilian. And then that leads to a whole nother lot of questions as to whether if someone wins it, do they get the prize money? 
Now, this is something that I find very interesting, and it leads us on to our next point. So I'm going to say from this point onwards that the answers to the other questions of how do I be on Hunted and when's Hunted next going to wear is going to be very intertwining between the two. Hmm. Now, it's not often that we recommend other podcasts on this podcast, but I am going to recommend a podcast. Ooh. I stumbled across it on YouTube. I got clickbaited by a title. Um, and to be honest, since I've become slightly obsessed with listening, it's a really good podcast. It's called The Rest is Entertainment Podcast with Richard Osman of Pointless Fame and House of Games and Thursday Murder Club. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, isn't it? Thursday yes. Murder Club. Um, and various other bits. He was also on Taskmaster. He was. And a journalist called Marina Hyde. They do The Rest is Entertainment Podcast. And they basically did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, which caught my attention, which I think was along the lines titled off, Is This the End of Channel 4? And that is where it gets interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really is one of those things, isn't it? About whether or not Hunted gets aired depends on Channel 4. Now we've seen, and there's various... Things based on that. Now, what I would sort of suggest is going to listen to that podcast. If I remember, I will try and link it in the description to this episode. But it's called The Rest is Entertainment Podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. You can't miss it. Go and listen to the episode. There's a good 15 minutes where Richard Osman, who is, of course, a uh, television uh, boffin, knows all the ins and outs of the industry, speaks really well and really does explain it. Now... I have basically written down some points which I think will help us discover or decipher or answer those questions about whether or not Hunted is going to come back. Okay. Um, The first one is also an article. um, I should also say at this point, it's an article that is on the Channel 4 website. So Channel 4 does have a press centre on their website. It's channel4.com forward slash press forward slash news forward slash channel hyphen for hyphen. Yeah, well, forward slash news, really. Um, And you'll find lots of different things on there. I went on that because obviously I know a little bit about the industry and Mm -hmm. each has a press release sort of centre, which doesn't really get shared in the public domain, but it's where articles like the one we read earlier... Yeah originate from okay so i went on there to look to see if they'd put anything on about hunter coming back the answer no correct um but one article did cast my eye which richard osman refers to um and this is from the 29th of january that's a good date it is um happy birthday um (laughs) and it's titled channel four shares plans to become digital first public service streamer by 2030 Found it. Okay, go on then. Okay. Channel 4 today unveiled an ambitious five-year strategy to reshape the organisation and to accelerate its transformation into an agile, genuinely digital first public service streamer by 2030. The strategy, called Fast Forward... That's a good name, to be fair. (laughs) ...will ensure Channel 4 embraces the generational shift that is taking place in TV viewing to elevate its impact across the UK and to stand out in a world of global entertainment... No uh, no idea what that word is. Conglomerates... 
and yeah, social media that. giants. Fast Forward is designed to get Channel 4 into the right shape for the 2030s and protect its long-term sustainability, focusing investment in distinctive, streaming-friendly British content and social media, growing diversified revenue streams and re-engineering the business to become leaner, simpler and nimbler. Divest... Diverse, divesting, divesting yeah. from legacy operations to support digital priorities. In 2020, Channel 4 launched its Future 4 strategy to shift its focus from traditional broadcasting to digital. It is now leading its peers with digital revenues accounting for 27% of total revenues last year, compared to around 10% amongst other commercial broadcasters in the UK and abroad. Channel 4 aims to increase this to 30% in 2024 and past the tipping point of 50% by 2030. It has also successfully expanded non-advertising revenue to represent 10% of total revenues and in streaming, viewing time grew by 24% in 2023. The fast forward strategy will build on this momentum and support Channel 4 into the 2030s, ensuring it reaches and inspires new generations of viewers, delivers its public service remit and sustains its long term future as a relevant and rebellious force in British creative and cultural life. Now, reading between the lines on that, that means, in my opinion, one thing, that Channel 4 wants to come off your standard tv as a channel and become a disney plus a netflix and amazon prime a subscription only based service Mm -hmm. which means you can access content at any time of the day they've tried to put some programs onto the streaming service which they've got no intention or haven't or had no intention at the time of broadcasting on traditional channel four case in point hunted australia yes um that's basically what it's trying to do it's trying to use its shows and use its brands to put more content, series and series, box after box set, exclusively on 4OD, which people can log into and play mm-hmm. a premium for yep. to, to watch ad-free, which is what it talks about when it says non-ad revenue. Yep. That non-ad revenue is a subscription fee where a, a human being... Which they already do. Yeah, is, basic, is um, paying to not see ads. So in paying to not see ads, they're essentially doing what the advertisers yeah. are doing. Um so there's that. And um, what it's trying to do is move away from conventional Channel 4. Now, there's nothing wrong in doing that, um, which is fine, because that's the way that most TV will probably end mm. up going. It will just be like it will just be an app. Now, when you get to see a smart TV, when you load up your smart TV now, your apps. homepage is just apps, and that's what it will be. It just means that programs won't be as scheduled. Like, you won't have, like, no, 7.30 p.m. on a Monday, EastEnders, mm etc 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 it will just be when you want it and it will just go on a service like the bbc do it now on iplayer eastenders for that day which goes out in the schedule at sort of 8 p.m is available to watch from 6 30 a.m yeah which is how i watch it i watch it in the morning um anyway what it basically means is that it's trying to streamline its service and cut costs because it's struggling financially. Yeah. And what Richard Osman essentially says in the, the Rest is Entertainment podcasts is he highlights the fact that they are laying off staff. A fifth of its staff have been laid off, which is a high proportion. It is. And they're also selling off their London HQ officers, which means oh. they're streamlining and trying to save money in the business. Yeah. Now, Channel 4 also differs from having public, by having 
a public service remit. So it means it's different to the likes of Channel 5 and other channels which don't have to serve the public and things like that. I, I don't quite understand the ins and outs of it. Richard Osman um, describes it slightly better. But what it essentially means is they've got contractual obligations like KPIs, key performance indicators, yeah. that they have to meet in order to stay on air. Okay. Now, by doing that, that makes it makes the amount of the style of show which they can show or whatever. It's not difficult, but it's it's harder to create content and broadcast content mm -hmm. which people are wanting to see and wanting to watch elsewhere because they've got commitment to doing X, Y, and Z. Um. But they've also seen an advertising slump. So I want to park the thing about the different remit because if we're honest, neither of us understand it. Not really. We wouldn't want to speculate and talk about something we don't understand. No. But what I do understand, and I'm sure what you do understand as well, is advertising. Yes. So the BBC, you pay a licence fee for. That's what your TV licence essentially is, which yeah. is why they have no adverts, yeah. which is what makes it appealing to people watch it because there's no adverts which yeah. means you can have longer programs which means you can have more content and things like that that's why at the minute it's doing really well it's got big hitters gladiators is on there yes um the traitors is on there we don't really watch it but it's got huge numbers and we probably should yeah lots of drawing that's why lots of big hitting dramas over the years have gone in there like your line of duties your things like that call the midwife um, call the midwife and that's why they have like long-running things like not going out 100 episodes mm. death in paradise 100 e odd episodes yeah. you know they, they've got longer airtime for viewers to watch, which means viewers will migrate mm. towards it because they're not being sold stuff. They do it, but in a very subtle way. Anyway, I digress. Um, but the BBC and ITV are slightly similar in Channel 5 as well, but obviously ITV and Channel 5 can make commercial revenue from advertising. Yeah. But they've planned ahead with the way in people watch TV. Now, I want to cast your minds back to a horrible time a couple of years ago when there was something called the covid pandemic Ugh. when the world shut down Ugh. and everything stopped and we were just all at home and what were we doing when we were at home um what were we doing when everybody was at home on on their own forced to be in every day what were they doing no, it's not that. <laughs> Although there was some of that. What were we doing? Watching TV. Watching TV. But how were we watching TV? Were we waiting for 10.30 this morning, 11.30 Loose Women, no. switch over to Channel 5 at, at midday for reruns of On the Buses or whatever? We no. weren't, were we? What were we doing? Watching Netflix, watching Disney Plus, because Disney Plus came out just before we went into lockdown. We were streaming TV shows. We were binge watching the hell out of TV shows. Yeah. And that is where people like Netflix, Disney Plus, etc. made a bootload of money and ultimately changed the face of how we watch TV. Mm -hmm. Now, the BBC, ITV and Channel 5 have all looked at this and all their subsidiaries have looked at this yeah. and gone, that's how we make money. It's not about traditional ad revenue now. Mm -hmm. It's about having a balance between a streaming platform, which can which can rival Netflix. Yep. Remember BritBox? 
Yeah. Which is now ITVX. Yes. That's when basically the BBC and ITV got their heads together and went, hmm, there's, some, there's something in this. Rather than sell our products to Netflix, which we'll come on to later, yep. we could do our own thing. They did. It's taken off and it's now ITVX, which mm-hmm. is one of the biggest streaming platforms. Yeah out there at the minute there's loads of great stuff on there and really cheap as well not an endorsement um but they all got their heads together and planned ahead because they knew after the covid pandemic when there was little money that we were inevitably going to hit a financial slump slump crisis whatever you want to call it a recession whatever word the government or the news journalists want to use we were going to hit hit that which essentially means that businesses whether they are big small, medium, of whatever size, would struggle to have pots of money mm-hmm. to use for advertising revenue streams and to put to big shows with big cost productions. Yep. That's another important thing to understand. So ITV and BBC got their, and Channel 5 got their heads together and did, did that, and they foresaw it mm-hmm. and made a plan for it. And now... That's why they're able to afford to commission shows like The Traitors, Gladiators, all of those shows. That's why yeah. they can afford to have those big big hitters, which are doing really, really well for them. But Channel 4 didn't. This is what Richard Osman says in this podcast. Okay. Channel 4 did not plan ahead. So now they're stuck in limbo. Yeah. People aren't advertising with them because the ones who can advertise are going to BBC, ITV, Channel 5, Netflix, Disney+, yeah. Plus, the streaming platforms, because that is where they know, mm-hmm. advertisers know that they will get the best return on their investment, because that's where the numbers are. Yeah. Others who could advertise and be an advertiser can't afford to do it. Because yeah. they, why would they? Let me give you two scenarios, right? If you were trying to sell um, your packet of sweets, yeah, you can go in one room which has got five people in it and do mm-hmm. a pitch to them, yeah. Or you can go in the other room which has got five thousand people in it and do a pitch to them. Okay. Which room are you going to wo- walk into to sell your product of sweets mm-hmm. to make the most money, the most return on your investment? Room A with five people or room B with five thousand? Room B. Yes, because you're not a dipshit. Exactly. And that is what people are doing. So why should I, as an independent advertiser who's got a little pot of money, basically invest my entire marketing budget, mm. my entire advertising budget, on the equivalent of a room with five people in, which is what Channel 4 essentially are? They're not going to do it, which is why they're not commissioning new shows. Okay. Because they can't afford to do it. Now, Richard Osman really hits the nail on the head and, and it, again explains it so much better than what I do when it comes to this which is basically when a show is commissioned see this is why I find this pod, this podcast the wrestling entertainment podcast like inspiring and eye opening so it gives you a real view basically when a show is usually commissioned the the channel the broadcaster mm. in this in instance channel 4 would cash flow it so okay. what, what's meant by cash flow? They would essentially... Pay for it. Yeah, they'd pay for it to get made and then they'd make their money, you know, on the ads and, and whatever. Yeah. That, and 
the money would be sorted that way. They'd sort of skim off the top of it and everybody's yeah. happy. The production company pitch it, the Channel 4 go, yeah, we'll, we'll have that. We'll pay you this proportion. Everybody's happy. Because mm-hmm. the production company have been paid to have it commissioned. They've got yep. their show commissioned. The channel's happy because they're going to get advertising from it and so on and so on. Channel 4 aren't doing that now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're asking production companies, such as Shine TV, who make Hunted, Mm -hmm. to cash flow the production themselves. Okay. So that means that production companies are going, right, here we go, 100 people, let's say, for example are now employed to make this TV show and that's a massive gamble because they've not got it they've not received a single penny back from their investment yet. Yeah. Because Channel 4 are only paying the production company when they put it to air. Okay. And they're not putting it to air because they're trying to sell the channel. They're trying because they can sell it. Yeah. But there's limitations to it which is the whole public service thing and the whole government thing, which I don't understand. And again, we're not going to talk about Richard Osman explains it more and more clearly, Mm -hmm. but in order to make channel four, which is not really got great numbers when it comes to its streaming platform, which is obviously where everybody else is making their money. And isn't, hasn't really got many big hitters as shows in order for it to make its money. It needs valuable assets Okay. So what does Hunter become? An asset. Shows like Hunter become assets. So they leave them on the shelf, which means that if they needed to, they could sell Hunter, which has been made, yeah. these two series, to another broadcaster. Similar to how they got Taskmaster. And how they got Bake Off. And how they got Bake Off. Yeah. They could sell them to another company who would then pay the pro- the the, produc- the production okay. company... And then they would make whatever they make on top, whether yeah. that's streaming, advertising, or whatever. But having it there on the shelf and not aired means that, A, Channel 4 don't have to pay for it, which means they save money. And B, it makes them a more valuable asset. Exactly. So that's why it's sat on the shelf okay. for so long. And when it comes to like being floated on the stock market and stuff like that, which I really don't um, understand... It just makes them a more valuable proposition because they've got all these big shows which have got a history and which have got a fan base and an established viewership there to sell 
if somebody wanted to come in and basically oh, asset strip okay. it. So like when a football club or a business goes into administration, what that essentially means is they will sell everything from the carpet to the curtains. Yeah, they literally sell everything that they possibly can. Mm. And and that is essentially what Channel Four are doing by shelving things like they've got st- they've got they've got stock ready to sell. Yeah, and what they've done cleverly, in my opinion, is they've now got on their shelf a celebrity version mm. with people who are arguably big enough names to, you know, go on there. What they've cleverly done is they've got two guys from a, one of the most popular Saturday night shows on on the rival channel BBC, yeah. which means the BBC wouldn't mind picking it up because they've got two of their main stars. Yeah. They've got a soap star who's won award and award and award and award mm. and who has also probably done them a favour by doing every other reality show possible since leaving EastEnders. Literally every single one. <clears throat> they've got a Coronation Street star. Yeah. They've got um, an ITV staple host in Denise Welsh. Yeah. And obviously her, her husband, who's a well-known within his industry, mm. They've got Duncan James from Blue. Do you know what I mean? They've, well, they've really done well in the casting of The Next Lev Hunters, which hasn't been confirmed yet, but just to Instagram it, people. What they've really done well is they've given themselves several key players, which makes it an attractive proposition yeah. to anybody buying it. So that's one good thing. But they also know that people want the civilian version. Yeah, because you want to see normal people. Exactly. So they've got two aces up their sleeve. Yeah. And that is why they've they've held it. Now, it says in this the original article which we were talking about that it's set to air in the spring, which, by my limited knowledge, would be the next financial year, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. So, spring would be, so the internet says, the 20th of March to the 20th of June. And obviously the financial year begins on the 1st of April. So, spring starts, what, 12 days before financial year begins so if you hold it off and i think the start of the financial year is about april time because we've got an early no about easter time because we've got an early easter you hold it off until after easter good time to start a new tv show you're in the next financial year it's a go early go at the start have a big start to your financial year it's a good time to put it on and what a lot of advertisers will do as well is they'll be waiting for their financial year end to look mm-hmm. at what they can advertise for the next, yep. within the next financial year. So they'll be having conversations with advertisers and going, oh, we've got this show, this show and this show um, coming to our channel and we think this is our plan for, for the next year. But it's like, and you'll be able to relate to this a lot better than what I will and explain it a lot more. It's like, Selling a house with a property <laughs> chain, isn't it? So yes. what happens? <laughs> You've got to rely on other people. Yes, and that's ex- exactly what is happening here. The broadcaster is relying on advertising revenue. The advertising revenue are relying on the financial year. Yeah. The financial year is time reliant, and then in re- in return, the channel are also waiting to see what they can do. Go and have a listen to the podcast with Richard Osman. Uh, really, really good podcast. Explains it really, really well. It's called The Rest is Entertainment. Gives some really good insights into how TV shows are commissioned um, as well. Um, another thing to emphasise on the whole Channel 4 thing, by the way, and why they are in a little bit of trouble and why the BBC are doing so well is Channel 4 is publicly owned. So technically, we own it. Yeah. Um, but unlike the BBC, 
it doesn't receive public funding, a.k.a. TV licence. Correct. Um, so, therefore, it's funded by ad revenue. And like we said, the whole cycle starts again. Mm-hmm. People haven't got money. They're not going to advertise. If Channel 4 is not doing well and not getting the viewership, why should they advertise? Yep. And it goes on a negative spiral. It's very difficult to get back out of that loop. And by contrast, we can give you some a little bit of um, info on numbers and things like that as well. Richard Osman also talks about the impact of hits. Big hitting shows okay. and the numbers that they pull in. It's what people get talking about. It's the water cooler moments. It's what they talk about at work, mm-hmm. what they're talking about on social media, what creates a buzz. And what he essentially says is that Channel 4 doesn't have any big hits. Yeah. And by big hits, I mean fresh new hits. Yeah. Yes, it's got Bake Off, but that's produced by someone else entirely. So they, they've just brought that off the shelf. Yeah. Um, yes, it's got Taskmaster. Again, they've brought that from elsewhere. It's not an original. They've brought it off the shelf and therefore doesn't really make them much money. No. It's just something they've got in their arm to say, we've got this, we've got that. Which is why, if you notice, when you watch Taskmaster and Bake Off, a lot of their bigger ads are within their shows. That's why they're always pushing in their, between their shows. That's why they're always pushing... 4OD and their other shows. Yeah. They give them a big hit there because they know that's the funnel where they're going to get the most viewership. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't get big numbers. They've got a few up and coming comedies and stuff coming coming through and a few, few fresher shows. But Channel 4's main hits that they produce themselves, like Cats Does Countdown, for example, and Last Leg, mm. they're old. Yeah. They are old shows. They are not fresh. And to be honest, they've probably burnt out their life cycle. Yeah. And if we're honest, Hunter's in that bracket too. Yeah. It's It would be seven series in for the civilian mm. when it returns, if it returns. And I think six for Celeb, which means, um, you know, it's it's been going a long, long time. It's not a new format. It's not something fresh. No. And... It's sort of just churning out the same thing. It's nothing really new and exciting. Um, Whereas Gladiators, all right, you can say that that's old, but it's been given a brand new, fresh twist, which has got everybody talking. Everybody's watching it. It's a staple of Saturday night. They've got it right. They've done it right. They've produced it right. Mm. And it's become a hit. The Traitors, again, same sort of thing. In its original run first series as in when it went out in the schedule yeah didn't get many viewers no it was demand that got it all its viewers <coughs> people watched it on catch up and that bumped it up power of the binge to the point yeah and now obviously the second series has just been on and it's been massive same with itv's recent big hit mr bates first the post office yes didn't do as great in the schedules but no. people saw it advertised binge watched it because it was so addictive and it got so much traction it's done phenomenal things for those people it then got put back into the schedule it got put back in yeah yeah and that's the power of it they've not shied away from looking at what's performing well on demand and then putting it onto mainstream whereas before it would be the opposite way around if it performed well on schedule Mm. it would then go onto their demand service but now it's the complete opposite way around which Mm. is a really good way of doing it um but if we turn looking in terms of numbers and 
viewerships. If you were sitting down in a room, I'm gonna, you're gonna be like a, a marketeer now. You've got Ooh, okay. X amount of budget to spend, right? Right, but you're only gonna spend it on advertising on one show, right? Would you like to advertise between Hunted on Channel Four, which brings in an average viewership, Series One, brought in an average viewership overnight in the overnights. Google mm. it if you want to understand what it means. Two point one eight million. Okay. Or would you like to put it in the first series of C- Celeb Hunted, which got 3.02 million? Right. Or I can offer you the Traitors, 3.65 plus million. Which one are you advertising on? Well, you're going to go Traitors, aren't you? Because it's got the h- higher viewers. Which means more people are watching. Which means more people will buy your product, go to your place, do your thing. Exactly that. And that is where I'm going to close the book on that. In a nutshell, Channel 4 is in trouble. Yeah. Richard Osman talks about it a lot. It's in, it's no secret that Channel 4 is in trouble. And the reason that they are not putting Hunted on TV or the reason that they've not put Hunted on TV so far boils down to the fact that they can't afford to do it. It is by far... Must be. It must be. I'd love to see the financials on it. <laughs> the most expensive show to make. You are on the run for, let's even in the celeb version. Tw- yeah. What is it? 20, 22 days in celeb? or 14, I think. Or is it or it's less in celeb, it's isn't less it? Less in celeb. So let's go celeb because it's streamlined, which yeah. is also why they made celeb and not yeah. an eight series of civilian. Yeah. 14 days. Yep. That's 14 days worth of Staff you've got to pay. Yeah. But it's not because you've got to give them time off. Yeah. So you've basically got to have backup. So you've basically got to have 28. Yeah. You've got to have double. Yeah. Then you've got to employ the experts on the show. Yeah. Then you've got to employ the camera operatives, mm-hmm. the directors, the editors, all of the stuff that comes with it, the producers, the runners, you name it, they've got to Medical do it. staff. That's be- Yeah, medical staff. That's before we even start talking about equipment like gopros and cameras which they've got to buy and cars cars running a car in today's day and age ridiculous that's why you will also see a a change in the cars they use on the next celeb hunter can't talk about that yet though but fuel Mm. we've seen it on the show you know jp and bex have told us all about it cashy's told us about the amount of fuel which they spend and the amount of hours they spend on the road for it not to go on tv that's a lot of money spent yeah they're, to produce Hunted, to make Hunted, there's a lot of financial outlay. Yeah. So there is not a chance that Shine TV are going to okay bankroll in another series out of their own pocket mm-hmm. unless they know that they've got a broadcaster that's going to pay them for it. Yeah. Because right now, Shine TV, I presume, have no idea whether or not the shows which they've mm-hmm. made at least Celeb Hunter, they would have done it in that way. Yeah. Whether they'll get paid for it or not. Yeah. And if they do, they've then got a choice. It, it, They can sell it somewhere else or write it off. Mm. You wouldn't want to write it off. So the likelihood is they will sell it and it will yeah. broadcast somewhere else. But then you've got issues. It's the editorial, mm. which is, is it going to go onto a channel which has got adverts in it? So like when... It goes on Channel 4. It's split into four segments with three ad, with three yeah. ad breaks. 
if it goes onto a BBC, for example, or a Netflix, no there's no natural breaks. No. I know there is now on Netflix because they're doing a they're basic doing a level basic, service, yeah. service, aren't they? So they've got to then think about that mm. and think about whether or not that will happen. And if that does happen, they've then got to completely re-edit it. Yeah. Then you've got other issues which come into, into it, like are certain people within the show, I'm like, I'm speculating, I'm just giving an example, like the narrator, are they contracted only to be voiced on Channel 4? Or are they contracted to the show? Yes. And if they're contracted to the show, that's fine. But if they're not, then someone else has got to do the voiceover. So you've ha- got to completely redo it. Has the voiceover been done? Yeah. If if not, and they want the same person, what if he's not available? Then they've got to get other people to do it. Twelve celebrities went on the run for... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, give us a call. You know our details. Uh, at Hunter's Pod. Um, you know... They've got to get other people to do it, which then changes the tone of the show yeah. and the look of the show and the feel of the show. And then is it the same show? And then you've got to look at when it does go out, is it going to be as believable? Because will someone like be in another sh- another show at the same time, which yeah. is on the same channel? There are so many different variables which make it almost time precious. Mm-hmm. So there's so much up in the air about whether or not they would I don't think they'd personally write it off because that's such a huge debt to write off yeah but when they do they said it I think they'll literally be selling it and broadcasting it for the sake of recouping some money and trying not to make a loss oh yeah it'll be like they'll they'll just sell it for whatever yeah it'll be whatever they can make even if it's at cost yeah and and that's the base level thing isn't it and it's the question then is whether or not they decide to make more and the likelihood is they probably won't so in answer to the question of when will haunted next be on tv we don't know nobody knows the only people that do know are the people with the checkbooks and whether it basically boils down to this Channel 4 saying, can we afford to put Hunted on the TV? Yes or no? Can we afford to pay that production company if we've got to pay that production company to get this show, to let get this show off the shelf? Mm. Does getting this show off the shelf and onto TV... Make us any money? Yeah. Does it dent us in terms of what we're trying to do with the digital streaming thing? Mm. Does it help us or hinder us? Mm-hmm. So many questions they've got to answer before that. My gut feeling is it will be on this year. Yeah. My gut feeling is both will be will, will air this year on Channel 4, back to back, probably a two, three week break in between, and that will be that, and it will just be a lost leader, and we will never see Hunted again. Yeah. So to the next question of, can I apply to be on Hunted? No. no you can't. Yeah. Why? Because they're not making it at the minute. No. There are a few articles that you can find online, a few links which... Uh, are open from the last series about um, being on Hunted and things like that, apply to be a fugitive, it just leads you to a page which says applications are now closed. So you can't be on Hunted. Um, and the third and final question, I think, was are they going to make any more Hunted? Well, I think we've, we've covered that as well, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. I feel like it's been a bit of ne- a negative rant, really, <laughs> which is a shame. Yeah. But we should probably 
say that we're not here to be negative, are we? No. I would say in order to understand what we've said over the last 45 minutes or so, listen to the podcast, which I've been alluding to. We'll whack the link in the description and you'll understand it a little bit more. Don't, however, be disheartened that it may or may not come back. We are still in a state of flux. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. But we know there is a fan base out there for it because you are there. Yep. Um, And we will, as soon as it comes on, we will um, do episodes on it and continue our journey. We are not the curse of it, by the way. No. We, We just found it and we binged it and we loved it. And there's nothing to say that if another streaming platform brought the entire thing and saw great success with it that they wouldn't then commission it to come on, which is essentially what almost happened with Gladiators. Yeah. People were still talking about it. They were watching it on YouTube. There were, you know, there was still there was still a demand for it and the production company picked it up and ran with it and, hmm. and did it. It could happen. It could come back someday. It's not dead in, dead in the water. It could come back come back and happen are we going to stop podcasting no we are not we are back we are back with a vengeance and over the next two episodes we will be looking at some of the worst worst fugitives aka dipshits dipshits um to have been on hunted as we try and answer the question if Hunted were to be recommissioned and you were to be a fugitive, what should you do and what should you not do? We came up with this idea because basically our last episode was with arguably the best ever fugitive. Oh my God, yes. In Sarah Kibble. So we wanted to go the opposite end of the spectrum, really. Yeah, and think about who's the worst ever. Yeah, and look at why they're the worst ever. Maybe try and rank them. And what we thought is we'd do two episodes on it. So one will be about... Celebs. And the other... Civilians. Yes. We want you guys to get involved. You have been doing so already on social Mm -hmm. media, but we want you to keep it coming. Uh, We're going to put this episode out, then we're going to leave it a few days before we sit down and record. So there's plenty of time for you to uh, get involved. We want you to tell us who you think the worst ever fugitives were for both civilian and celeb, and more importantly... Why? Why that is. Um, what mistakes did they make? What did you find funny about them? All of that sort of stuff. Get involved via all of the usual methods. Instagram at HuntedPod. Twitter at HuntedPod. Facebook, HuntedPod. Or email HuntedPod at Outlook.com. And if you do email us... Please say something. Don't just put hi. You know, actually tell us who the worst fugitive is and why. You know, give us something to answer. And what will we do after we've done those two episodes? Well, we'll do one of two things. Hopefully, by the time that that particular... um, These particular episodes go out, we will have more of an idea on whether or not there will be hunted episodes coming on to the tv screens and if that's the case which is what's prompted us to do this podcast because of that article appearing on tv zone Mm -hmm. again like i said before there's no other articles out there but it's bound to have come from somewhere if it's not speculation um we want to get back out there get back into the swing of things and continue the hunted conversations because we want to keep the show to keep making it Mm -hmm. so People like Ray, JP, Bex, everyone can be in work and yep. continue making the show they love. And 
you guys can have an opportunity to go on it and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, we'll react to it when that happens, if if and when it happens. If it doesn't happen in the near future, probably by the end of April, because you do get told that things are going to go on TV a couple yeah. of weeks or so before, we have got in the pipeline some really exciting interviews with both ground hunters, office hunters, potentially some fugitives, and mm-hmm. hunted around the globe as well. Yeah. And we've only ever done one series of Revisited. Yeah, so we've got that. And we've got all of Celeb to revisit. Yeah. We've got plenty that we can do, and we've got the heist as well. So even though that Hunted the TV show might be coming to its end, which is probably going to happen, yeah. Hunted the podcast is going to continue for at least the remainder of this year. What happens after that? We might be working on another podcast. We might have some other ideas. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. But we are going to keep going with all things Hunted and we want you guys to join us along the way. So please do get involved. Have your say on Hunted and get in touch via all the usual methods. The number, if you want to send us a WhatsApp message or a voice note, please do. We'd love to get some more voices on, by mm. the way. It's in the description. And you can follow us. Give us a follow on social media and we'll follow you back. Instagram, at HuntedPod. Twitter, at HuntedPod. Facebook, HuntedPod. Email, HuntedPod, at Outlook.com. Right, that is almost all we've got time for on this week's uh, episode of Hunted Podcast. Sorry that it's been a bit of a... Um, depressing one with the whole thing mm. but basically they're the three questions we get asked most yes. aren't they yeah they are other than are you going on hunted no no we wouldn't um but we will do another episode if you want us to yeah. um talking about what we do if we were on hunted and maybe we'll get like some of the hunters involved and tell yeah. us whether or not we'd get caught and we probably would all of that we definitely would really um yeah so we, maybe we'll we'll do that mm. we'll do some other cool things um as well in the future but it all depends on what you guys want. So please do give us a follow. We know that you guys have been listening. We had some amazing stats at the end of uh, last year. We're not really fussed about that in terms of like numbers and that it was always something for us to do creatively and together. Yeah. Um, but to know that you guys are out there and listening and enjoying it is great. So give us a rating. Give us a like, subscribe, recommend mm-hmm. it to your friend because everybody loves Hunted at some way shape or form because everybody loves the game of hide and seek and all this tv speak all this marketing advertising um government bollocks which which we've been (laughs) spouting over the last hour is irrelevant because when you strip back what hunted is it is that childhood genius game of hide and seek could you go on the run could you go dark could you hide from an elite team of hunters could you go without speaking to your friends and family or would you be a dipshit and do things like the worm dye your hair red wear a stupid wig and basically be the worst ever fugitive that's been on hunted who is the worst ever fugitive personally I think that it's and tune in next time to find out who is and and hear me call them lots of names. For now, though, there's only one thing left to say. Your time on the pod is over. You have been hunted. hunted. Goodbye. Bye. You could try to play, but you're never going to beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stained from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me.
but like sheep, her feet hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheme. Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try the chains, you can say no, free me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.